It's The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor. Hello, good evening, welcome. This is The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonjour, our French romantic Simon Marcel. How Bonjour, are you? Bonjour, good, et bonsoir Angie Taylor, la Aww. belle Angie Taylor. Aww. Good evening. Good evening. How are you tonight? I'm fantastic. It's so good to see you, and we're so happy to have you listening with us tonight. Romance. Relationships, dating, drama, whatever it is, Simon and I are here for you. We are right here. Yes, like I said, Simon is the romantic. I am the realist. Simon will uh, give you a big hug. I will spank you on the butt and tell you, you know, <laughs> you know, with your girlfriends, you got to shake them sometimes and tell them to do the right thing. Simon's like, no, just you know, coddle her a little bit and give her a chance. Yeah, give, give him her a chance. Ch- give him her a chance. Um, so we want to help you with your relationships, whatever it is, and we talk about everything. Please give us a call eight five five nine zero five. Eight two five five Tuesdays have become super fun for you, Simon, and <laughs> it's become a source of anxiety for me because. Oh, I hope not. Well, sometimes um, we always have my husband on the show yes. on Tuesday nights. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's, it's a great moment of the show if you haven't heard it before, where Jason joins us, Angie's husband, and I have the liberty and the freedom to ask them almost any question I want to well, to get to know them better or to answer a question we want to ask. Him or you? We become about guinea each other. pigs. We become guinea pigs for what is you know kind of like uh, the newlywed game, but we're not newlyweds. We've been married for seven years. Yeah, We've been together for ten. So, so I thought it was a great opportunity with Angie to ask him and her about their life, about what is it to be together for so long. We never know these questions ahead of time. No, I'm the only one who has the question. Right, we answer honestly, and hopefully it'll spark something in you um, that you can either talk to your partner about or call us about so we want to start the dialogue of talking about relationships we'll do that next on the rendezvous with simon and angie thank you for listening tonight to the rendezvous with simon and angie simon marcel loves to put my husband and i in the hot seat i do you do. It's, it's one of my favorite uh, moments every Tuesday night when we do that. I've enjoyed it from the day one. It's surprisingly, we haven't got divorced over this yet, but it's kind of like the <laughs> not-so-newlywed game is what we're doing. You ask questions of my husband and I. We don't know these questions in advance. And by the way, my husband's here. Hi, Jason. Hello. Welcome back. Thank you, Jason. Good to have you with us tonight. All right. So you have some questions here. And the reason we do this is to inspire other people to talk about their relationships openly. Um, hopefully we inspire you to do the same. If you're listening to these questions, play them along in the car at home with the person you're with um, or write them down and ask them when you get home or, you know, call and talk to us about your take on each of these questions. So, Simon, who are you starting with tonight? With you, Angie. Oh, yeah, and let's yeah. talk about Kiss first. I have questions about okay. kiss okay? okay angie where did you first kiss jason i first kissed jason i remember it like it was yesterday i can see every detail about it we were at the las vegas airport uh-huh. where he was hiding behind a wall to make sure that i wasn't ugly because um, this was our first date uh, we went on our first date on vegas in vegas we knew each other already but um we hadn't seen each other for a long time so i got off the plane yes. there he was we got on the escalator to go down to baggage and kissed right there on the escalator in Las Vegas at the airport. Wow. Uh, Jason, you, uh, you, that's what happened? Yeah, absolutely. It was um, probably a good two minutes after we uh, connected in Las Vegas. I waited for like a gentleman at the um, at her like gate. Like a gentleman? I landed, <laughs> I, landed early. I landed early and went to her gate to wait for her there. 
And Wait, then, um, just to, because here we tell the truth, Angie said that you were hiding. Is, you were right. hiding before. He was hiding. You were hiding, and you, you, you said. Do you want the truth, Simon? Only the truth. Jason, okay. tell us the truth. We need to hear from. We should go to question number two. <laughs> no, I need to know the truth, Jason. Um, I hadn't seen Angie in in a few years, oh, Simon, and um, and I yep. wasn't sure that I believed all of her Facebook pictures, so I might have mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like hit out to find out if. No, don't, don't, stop tiptoeing. Jason said to me, I'm on the plane about to land. Right. Okay. Okay. I am living at the time in Chicago. Right. Jason's in LA. He got to Vegas before me, like a half hour before me. Okay. He texts me on the plane and I'm so excited. I am on the plane, like geeking out. (laughs) All right. This is the love of my life. I was already in love with him before I ever even like had this first date because we've been on the phone for a month. So I'm on the plane like putting makeup on getting super cute i'm like geeking out i can't wait to land he texts me i'll meet you in baggage i'm like what wait like uh, i'm gonna go to baggage and i'm gonna like strut down to baggage and i'm gonna look all <laughs> beyonce stomp my way to baggage and he's gonna be in love i get off the plane okay yeah i walk off the plane i feel somebody grab the back of my arm i flip around there's jason and i'm like oh my gosh he's romantic he, right no Awesome. A month later, I find out <laughs> the reason he was there yes. instead of at baggage is because he was hiding, Simon, like a coward, behind a pillar because he was afraid that I didn't look the way he thought <laughs> I looked in my pictures and he wanted to make sure that I was the same person. Jason? That's, Go ahead. That's kind of true. Because if, if she wants- Shame on you. Able- shame. Shame, shame on you, Jason. Ring the shame no. bell. All right, because hey, I know that I would have been a jerk all weekend if I didn't find her attractive. We I am not. A room. I, I, I am not going to come. At, we share a room. So what oh, was I, oh, I oh, did not. Okay, Jason. I did not. You going, Jason did because I said, should we get separate rooms? He's like, I'm a grown man. Why are we getting separate rooms? We know what we're here for. Yeah, you I believe got, Angie. Yeah, uh, thank uh, Jason, you. you're pushing it. <laughs> Don't. Please, uh, please now ask the next question yeah. before he digs himself deeper. Thank you. Jason. Yes. What do you remember the feeling about this first kiss? People said the first kiss is a great signal of chemistry. What did that first kiss created in you? With it, Angie? it created uh, it a was... sigh of relief is what it created. <laughs> Go ahead, answer. No, it was a great kiss. It was awesome. It was perfect. I, I think um, had we not been on an escalator, things might have gone <laughs> quite further. Right, I'm going to cut you off so you stop showing your booty. When we come back, Simon, you may ask more questions. I, I have more. Please don't ask about this first date anymore because I'm going to go home and punch my husband and <laughs> leave not. the show right now. No violence. More with this person when we come back on The Rendezvous. <laughs> Welcome back to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie and this person I'm married to on the phone. Hi. Hi, Jason. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Simon, so can Jason- I stay with you tonight? I might be <laughs> you're, you're welcome. Everybody can stay at my, All right. yes. my place. He might have to. Please ask a question that will not get us in trouble, or I should say not us, because I am very honest and pure and sweet, and my husband is showing who he really is right now. Um, Simon is doing the not-so-newlywed game with my husband and myself. <laughs> yes, thanks, Angie. I, mm-hmm. We'll stop by, Jason, on that question. Uh, Jason, there's a new trend, as you know, the building houses with two master bedrooms. And so my question to you is, what would you say... If Angie would say, you know what, Jason, I love you, but I want to sleep in the other master bedroom, or you go in the other master bedroom. Oh, I know exactly what, what he's would say. be your reaction. <laughs> no, no, I would, I wouldn't want that. Yeah, we talked about this a couple of days ago on this show about no. why you would want to be in another bedroom 
And I said, oh, my God, my husband just read me the riot act about something I do in the bedroom. You leave the window open. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my gosh. It has been negative degrees here. And she opens the windows. I need fresh air. How much does she open the windows? Like three inches. Well, listen, I need fresh circulating air. I don't like still air. But she doesn't shut it during the day. So what happens is when I get up and I'm like, I go to bed. It's freezing in our room, so I shut it. And it's not so much that she opens it at night; it's that she yells at me before she goes to bed. Because you keep shutting it, you don't reopen it. The window, as if like reopening the window is like this strenuous activity. But we would never sleep apart. That's the good news, right? In your case, even though it's freezing after you shower, my baby has to suffer in silence and turtle for life. But it's okay; we'll get through it. Maybe I'll (laughs) sleep in the other master bedroom if I come over. Uh, We don't have another master bedroom because Uh, we don't want to fight over who was the master in our house. I mean, we all know that answer. But hey, (laughs) hey, babe, thank you so much for being on the show with us tonight. Thanks, Jason. Have a good night. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, More of the rendezvous with Simon and Angie next. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. It's time, Simon, for us to play our favorite game, Date or or Dump. dump. Okay, we take emails all the time at simonandangie.com. Sometimes people don't want to air their dirty laundry on the radio. That's fine. We'll air your dirty laundry via email. No problem. You know it. (laughs) Um, This is where someone has been on a date or has been dating and something happened they need to know whether they should continue to date this person or dump them. Yeah. Um, this email comes to us from Sheena, listening in Hatfield, Massachusetts on Mix 93.1. Hello, Simon and Angie. I went on a date with this guy that I've known for a while. We both became recently single at the same time, so he asked me out, and mm-hmm. I said yes. Mm-hmm. We went back to his house after our date, and things were going great, and then all of a sudden, his ex-girlfriend starts crawling through the doggy door and yelling that she knows he's there with a girl in the house. Oh, my God. I left to avoid the drama, and he called me after and apologized and said he wants to go out again, but I'm not sure I should even get involved. This is a lot. Should I date or dump him? Wow, that is a very jealous ex-girlfriend that is Uh, crawling through a doggy door. Just the visual of it. And she's very resourceful. Like, I, that's very smart, but very crazy. So just so I understand, (laughs) the doggy door is what's in your front door. Back door sometimes, so the dog can go out into the yard without you having to let him in and out. So they can just pass through. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But it's small, Simon. It's only maybe... Two feet by two feet, so she had to squeeze through this little door to try to sneak into the house. Um, Simon, we have to take a break, but this is so hilarious, and I I need to get your thoughts on what Sheena should do in this situation next on The Rendezvous. Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We're talking about a date or dump email we got at simonandangie.com, which is hilarious and crazy at the same time. Sheena is saying, I went out with this guy. Yes. We were both recently single and went back to his house after the date. The recently single ex-girlfriend of this guy started crawling through the doggy door trying to get in the house because she must have been like sitting outside in her car waiting or something, but she knew that he was in there with a girl and she was crawling through the doggy door. So now she's saying, listen, I I left out the front door to avoid the drama, um, but I like him and I want to go out with him again, but I don't know if I should. Simon, (laughs) this is such a story. What do you think she should do? She not, I mean... 
<laughs> this is a crazy story, but thanks for the uh, email. Um, I, it's, I think you have to run away. I think that somebody who's willing to go through the doggy door uh, unexpectedly. Or Who knows even, what else she would do? Well, next time she's going to go through a different door and maybe the front door if it's open and go after you. maybe your door, yeah. Or, yeah, or your car or anything. So I just can't let you, and God knows I'm always hopeful and romantic and try to find a way. I just don't see any way but dumping the situation and, right. and not going out with him anymore. I don't know what Angie will I say agree to with that. you. I agree with you 100%, Simon. I say dump as well only because it seems a little too fresh Maybe you guys just got out of your relationships and and somebody isn't over it yet. You got to give time for that to air out. And maybe down the road, if there's, you know, but it seems a little too fresh and this girl is not over it yet. And like you said, who knows the drama that can happen? It reminds me, Angie, a story that she and I will appreciate. Last last summer, um, a friend set me up with a friend of hers and everything was going really well. We communicated and all this and... 24 hours before we met for dinner, the ex, like a freak, gets on Facebook. He and found friend- you on Facebook? Uh, yeah. Yeah. And How did he even know? Well, uh, after, well okay. So, uh-huh. so I saw the red flag, and even though I liked the woman a lot, I just couldn't go further. Once that happens, once a freaky ex goes either through the doggy door or Facebook <laughs> or any door. Any door. You know, uh, online or directly. I, I just think run because that right. means the relationship is not It's simmering still. And, it's still simmering. And you don't want to be involved. That The guy that contacted you on Facebook, he wouldn't have known who you are unless he's still talking to the girl the, you were going to date. Exactly. So there's still something under the surface that you don't want to be a part of. M- my text when she told me, I said, who told him about me? And she, she said, did. yeah, and she said it wasn't well, me. She's, I said, oh, really? So in the universe. She's the only common denominator here. That's it. So, yeah, I mean, when these relationships are just freshly broken up, that's why people say, well, you just got over a relationship. Are you sure that you're ready? Because sometimes there's things simmering under the surface, unresolved issues or unresolved conversations that have nothing to do with you and you don't want to get mixed up. That's not how you want to start a relationship. Absolutely. you got to bury the past. If the past is not buried, there is no way for the future. If the past of your ex, your yes. relationship yes. is not over and buried. Turn the page you, to start a new chapter. Exactly. You can't move on. Yeah, and that's for every part of your life. You have to really end one chapter, put that down, and start your new one fresh. But we got to tell Sheena, I mean, the, the visual. Oh. The yeah, dump. But with the visual what? Of the, it's the, hilarious. the X through the doggy door. I mean, I, I just. I mean, crawling. It's too much for me. The idea of a, a little <laughs> woman crawling on her hands and knees through this tiny box is hilarious it's just, to me. I, yeah, I mean, you know, so I and love sad. that story. <laughs> and sad. Pathetic. Please don't ever let me be the doggy, do, doggy, girl, <laughs> doggy door girl. Although I, I don't can see, see that happening. Well, I'm a little crazy, Simon. You never know. Well, you never know. But all right, let's talk more about the ex being a factor in your relationship now. What's going on and why does that ever even happen? Why do you allow it to happen next on The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie? Thanks for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. The topic right now is exes that linger or exes that are causing a problem in your current relationship. Yeah. Um, that came from an earlier date or dump email that we got. But let's go to the phones, 855-905-8255. We're going to pick up Troy, New York. Here is Emma listening on Albany's 99.5, The River. Hi, Emma. Bonjour. Hey, guys. 
Hey. Hey, bonjour, bonjour. You got a meddling ex or something? Oh, yeah. So I dated this guy who I work with, which you're never supposed to do, of course. We dated for like three years off and on. It was really tumultuous. And then we finally like broke up officially and I started dating someone else who had nothing to do with my job, which was really great for a change. Mm -hmm. And um, after like one time we went out with some coworkers, we still friends with my ex, like peripheral friends at work. My current boyfriend found out that I did used to date that guy, that that was the guy mm -hmm. who screwed me up so much. Mm -hmm. And so uh, he didn't want me to talk to him. He wanted me to like, you know, for jobs. <laughs> So it was like a whole issue. I had to change his number in my phone for a while. And it wow. was, you know, mm -hmm. kind of a big Wait, deal. Wait, why did you have to change his number in your phone? Was he texting you still? Yeah, he still was texting me, yeah. Mm -hmm. But nothing like, you know, just like about work stuff, but still. Listen, Emma, um, I think Simon and I both have some things we want to ask you. Can you hang on for the next segment? Because... I have some questions, and yeah. I know you do too. I'm looking at a your little, eyes, Simon. A little, <laughs> few little questions for Emma, just to clarify uh, yeah. things. Emma, hang on the line one second. We're going to come back to you and uh, and talk more about this situation next on the Rendezvous with Simon okay, and cool. Angie. Welcome back to the Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. We have Emma on the line in New York. Hey, Emma. Hey. Thanks for hanging on. Emma was saying, you know, we're talking about exes um, sort of interfering in your current relationship or lingering or whatever it is. You said you worked with an ex or you do work with an ex. Your current boyfriend um, is not comfortable with it. You said you went as far as to change your ex's number on your phone, which led me to say, well, why did you have to do that? Because why are you still communicating outside of work? Well, I guess it's stupid. I mean, we really shouldn't have been communicating as much outside mm. of work. But, you know, I guess he would just find these little stupid reasons to text me about I, work stuff. And never really escalated more than just about work stuff. But so Emma, just to keep the peace, I just kind of changed his number in my phone because my current boyfriend would get so, so enraged about it. Yeah. But so, know? honestly... Is there any form, even jokingly, of flirtatious communication still happening, even a wink here and there? Be honest. Yes, please. I mean... Ah! <laughs> the fact that I you even had to say, I mean, because here See? comes the story. It's <laughs> not quite like what I would say, flirtatious. I mean... <laughs> Maybe right. like a little friendly. There's some, there's like some residual feelings there. There's some residual feelings. And maybe on his part, too. Um, but you like if you want to respect the person that you're with, you have to like cold cut it. Don't you think? Yes, Simon. No, I, I yeah. agree with you, Angie. Yeah. But that's why I wanted to know what exactly was going down. All because right. Well, girl. You know, Emma, there's still a little bit of a shenanigans. You got you to gotta quit a cold or quit your man cold and figure out where you're at in your head. So uh, yeah, we I wish should, you the I should quit it cold. You should quit it cold, yeah. Yes. Yes, and we wish you the best of luck, yes. Emma, to you and any relationship you're in in the future, all right? Absolutely. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Thanks Good for calling The Rendezvous. More with Simon and Angie next. You are listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Love, dating, romance, relationships. I'm Angie Taylor. Simon Marcel, our French romantic. Yes. To give you some love and light <laughs> and me to shake you and be like, what are you doing? Yeah, that's um, it. That's us. And that kind of goes along with what we're going to talk about right now, Simon. Love at first sight. Mm -hmm. We hear that all the time. People claim it was love at first sight. Does it exist? Um, maybe not, if you believe this study. So let me tell you, psychologists at a university in the Netherlands um, investigated this whole thing, whether or not love at first sight is a real thing. And they say no. 
They say no. They say no. They said that what we often think is love at first sight is in fact more likely just strong physical attraction. So like lust at first sight instead of love at first sight because there is a difference between love and lust. Yes. yes. Um, I, I almost feel like love at first sight is more just a figure of speech, you know, because saying lust at first sight sounds... I don't know, n- not as deep. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I feel like people say love at first sight in a way of saying, I was so crazy attracted, the magnetic attraction. But do you, Simon, believe in love at first sight? I believe it 100% with all my heart. I believe it because um, when I've been in love three times, I can be honest, the three times I never looked at the women and said, oh, it's lust, I want to make love right away. I just was attracted, but I didn't feel, which I felt. You were another attracted time. at first sight. I was, yeah. But I tr- is that love at first but, sight? So, the, but that lead to my argument that when it's love at first sight, you want to get to know the person. When it's lust at first time, you want to sleep with the person ah, right away. Very and there's a big difference getting to want to know somebody. True. And just want to. How would know, you know on first sight though that you do want to get to know somebody because? On first sight, you might see someone attractive and think, okay, I would like to get to know you. And as soon as they open their mouth, they say something ridiculous. And yes. they're like, I do not want to know you at all. Exactly. Okay, so the participants in this study were shown a bunch of pictures. Um, and they were asked to rate their attraction just based on a photo. Because that's what love at first sight would be. It's just on sight, okay? And they said, do you feel feelings of love? intimacy, passion, commitment. They were put into speed dating situations. 32 of the participants had experiences of love at first sight. Um, but it wasn't mutual on both sides. So maybe you're feeling something for someone based on this snap attraction, like, whoa. And do you feel like love at first sight is more like, on site, you look great. I would like to get to know you better. So the sight is not the look. The sight is right here, right now, right? On sight. Mm-hmm. And first sight was the vision. So I feel like when I was for Christabel, Sabine, or Jennifer, or, I just, every time that happened, they were in love with me too. There was this similarity. And I don't think they wanted to make love to me right away or even kiss me right away. But we both felt the butterfly in the stomachs. We were nervous, but we were not about the lust. It wasn't about the lust. That wasn't your thought. No. And so I believe in energy. I defend it, and I hope it's going to happen to me again. Mm -hmm. I think we cannot close. I know this study is very serious, so I take it seriously. Right. But you can't judge on the picture. It's face-to-face. It is face-to-face. The chemistry, the vibration, the the smell. There's many things. And the picture is just none of that. I do believe it is face-to-face. I also believe... I'm trying to think of my husband, okay, who I love deeply more than anything on earth. Seeing my husband on first sight, I thought he was attractive. What made me fall in love with him was conversations that we had after the initial meeting. It wasn't like I never immediately was like, oh, my gosh, I need to sleep with him. Oh, my gosh, I want to marry him. Oh, my gosh, thinking I'm in love. It was, wow, he's really attractive. I like the way he walks. I like the way he holds himself. I like his smile. I want to know who this guy is. and get to know him. I want to get to know him. But... I can't say that that was love. I can say that that was curiosity. I can say it was oh, it's the attraction. It's the spark yeah. of love that starts there. Right. But you got to be face to face. That's why this study about pictures, I, I fight it. So get off the 
apps and get yeah. in somebody's face. Yes. <laughs> Go, right? you know, meet people yeah. to have love at first sight, not on a website. Okay. Well, I loved you at first sight, Simon. I will say that. I did too. We, ah, we, we I met mean, face to face. I, I said that just to get him to say it back. All right. No. <laughs> More of The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie when we come back. Thanks for listening tonight. It's a rendezvous with Simon and Angie, all about the love and the romance and the dating. Simon and I were just talking about love at first sight. Yes. Um, you know, there's a, a research um, in some other country that says it's not a real thing. They did all these scientific studies. I want to read you. Uh, Simon believes that love at first sight. I'm a little like skeptical. I think it's lust at first sight <laughs> and then love builds. But here we go. Chrissy Teigen. You know, model yeah, Chrissy. I know who she is. Love her. Uh, may have inspired John Legend's hit song, All of Me. But John says it was not love at first sight when it came to meeting his wife. Uh-oh. Uh, they've been together for more than 10 years now. He said, I wasn't like, this is the woman I'm going to marry from day one. I don't know how, because Chrissy's like, hello. Uh, but he said, for me, I'm the kind of person who needs to grow into that feeling. It was probably a couple of years when I could see us being together forever. So, yes, Chrissy Teigen is a supermodel. She's striking. Who wouldn't see that in lust at first sight? But John is saying, yeah, of course, I thought she was hot, but it took me time until I could see her as my wife, the mother of my children, getting old with her. It took John to get to know Chrissy, and then he fell in love. So, yes, the initial attraction was lust at first sight. Right. I agree 100%. Right. But then he got to know her heart, her personality, her qualities, not just what she looked like. Yes. And then he fell in love with the human being and the woman she is, not just the shape of her eyes or this or that. Have you ever met someone, and on day one you said... I can marry this person. I want the answer when we come back. Okay? Think okay. about that for a second. <laughs> you got me. You stumbled. You I stumbled just... because I need you to think about it. All right. <laughs> Have you ever been on a date with somebody, and yes, it was probably lust that brought you to that first date, but on that first date, did you think, I'm going to marry this person? Next on The Rendezvous. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Welcome back. We are talking about love at first sight. Is it a myth? Is it a figure of speech? Is it lust at first sight? Simon, you are a romantic. You believe mm-hmm. in love at first sight. I, I said, do. I think it's lust at first sight and then love grows. Um, I feel like the whole world is like 50-50 on that topic. I yeah. love that you're the romantic angle on that. But I asked you before the break and I saw you pause and really think about it. Have you ever been on that first date and thought, oh my gosh, I could marry this person. So I hesitated to answer because I was so young, Angie. So I did with Christabel, no question. When I saw her, I thought it could be my wife. I was 13. Then I did again at 17 or 18 with Sabine. And then maybe at 21 with Jennifer. I'm not sure. But not since then. No, not since Why? What? I haven't felt that, that feeling inside of me since the last Do you feel like, 28 years. like being an adult and reality creeping in and having some relationships under your belt made you more cautious that you weren't so idealistic thinking, oh my gosh, I can marry this person, I can see my future. You're more guarded? I am more guarded, but I'm also more open. So I think when... If that happens, I'll know, and I'll come to you guys. You know, we'll oh, come you every will night. know. And so, I, when I feel again those yes. butterflies, because that's, that's that's the beauty of, of that, dating at your age now, as an as an adult that's yeah. been through it all. When you know, you, you definitely know. know. Exactly. And then you don't like you want forever and, to start today because you're like, I'm done. Exactly. I, I know it's, that I'm not missing anything. I've been waiting for you. It's here and now, but I haven't met that person it's so far. Happen. So when that happens, you guys, the first time we're going to talk about it, obviously on the show, I can't wait. and and, and, and get we you know. inside. 
side. That when Simon walks in and says he's in love, I'll know that that's the person you're going to marry. Because I know you won't come in and say I'm Fingers in love. Fingers crossed. No, I know. I can't wait. <laughs> Me All right. too, Angie. Um, let's take some calls when we come back. I think we have some voicemails that people had left um, that I want to get to as well. 855-905-8255 if you ever want to leave one for Simon and I. The Rendezvous next. Thanks for finding The Rendezvous tonight. We are so happy you're with us. Simon Marcel, I'm Angie Taylor. Love dating, romance, and relationships. Yes. And uh, Simon, we've got a couple of voicemails that I actually wanted to get to. People need some advice, love advice. So they let's- always call us. Indeed. Yeah, always. I know it's not easy sometimes to, you don't want somebody to hear your voice and know all your personal business. That's okay. You can send us an email to simonandangie.com or leave us a voicemail if we're not here and you need some answers. So let's go to this voicemail from Jonah listening in Texas. Hey, Simon and Angie. This is Jonah. I'm listening at a Mix 1047 in Texas. I need yes. your help. So I married my wife. Uh, we did our New Year's resolutions. She wants to get back into shape. I was supportive, obviously, about whatever she wants. It's great. Um problem is is that I thought she was going to be joining like a class or something. She's gotten a personal trainer and this guy is really big. He's just like a big, muscly <laughs> guy who's like 20 years younger than me and in this great shape. And my wife is super enthusiastic about uh, going to the gym now. And I, uh, I, I don't know what to do about this. Um, I'm, I trust her implicitly. But I, I don't know if I'm supposed to start dumbbelling myself or, or what, but this is, uh, this is a real problem. So just if you guys can just let me know what you think, uh, I am around. Um, I really appreciate it. All right. Have a good one. Oh, Jonah. I mean, Simon, like, um, obviously Jonah's insecure here, right? Right. Obviously. Uh, that was hilarious. He's, this guy is big. He's big. So, I mean, I understand you know, if you're spending an hour with somebody that is focused on your body and that person happens to be extremely attractive, it's probably a little bit like, oh, I don't like this. So much. I, I'm not going to lie. Sure. I mean, if, you know, if, if Kim Kardashian, J-Lo, somebody beautiful is my husband's personal trainer and touching his body and help, helping him exercise, I would be a little like, Ehh. I trust my husband. First. I trust my husband, but my own insecurities would be a little like, oh, I would... Make sure that I was at the gym too when he was there, just so I could wow. be like, "Hey, okay. J Lo, personal trainer, how you doing? I'm his wife." And then I'll go over and do my thing. Just I want to meet this person so that they're not this scary, you know, nightmare monster uh, that's going to cheat and, and steal my husband away. What, what would you suggest that Jonah did? You know, the insecurity we all have them. Um, it's natural. Natural. The the fantasy of. Uh, the gym instructor, or, that's that's all good. But the truth is, you said something that you said, maybe I should go to the gym too. Yes. Right, and th I like that. I like the fact that if your wife is going to get back at her best, maybe it's an incentive for you to get back at your you best. get back at your best. And that's how your insecurity will disappear. I don't believe that most wife ever leave their husband or have affairs because they yeah. go to the gym. Most gym instructors obviously are super well built and, and rip. That's and their job. And they're professional as well. They're well, not out here like just and they see, hunting down married women no. to, you know, take to bed. But I also feel like, Simon, and maybe you could back me up on this, that a lot of times when we're insecure yes. regarding 
Maybe there's a hot guy that your wife works with. Yeah. Maybe there's, you know, this uh, amazing, beautiful woman that your husband sees, you know, every day at the gym. Whatever it is, that it's the unknown that paints our nightmares and we start having this scenario in our head because we yeah. don't know the interaction. We we think the worst because we're insecure about it. So if you put a um, a personality, if you meet this person, sometimes it'll take all that away and you'll be like, why was I being so silly? Whatever. A- absolutely. And you pay your personal trainer. I mean, this person is not here for free to seduce your wife. He's paid by your wife to yeah. help her get back in shape. I mean, of course, there are some remember. of those stories, but well, it's, it's, okay. it's so not the norm. Yeah, absolutely. So I get it. Just I hope you actually go to the gym, too. Yes. It's going to help your wife also. And together, you'll be both at your best. So you're, you're doing an activity together yes you're going to squash your insecurity your fear whatever that is you're going to get in better shape too that, you guys are going to be the hot banging couple and exactly. then boom we're good so it's it's a win-win for all so I i'm agree. so glad he left a voicemail like that. that yeah that's great please do it every time you want to right on thanks jonah for leaving us thanks. a voicemail like i said you can do so anytime 855-905-8255 if you need advice more of the rendezvous next Thanks so much for listening tonight to The Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. If you missed any of our love and romance and dating topics, make sure you check out our website, simonandangie.com, all the podcasts there. Mm-hmm. Um, you can call us anytime, 855-905-8255, even when we're not here. Leave us a voicemail um, like we heard tonight. Yes. Um, if you missed anything, like I said, on the podcast tonight, uh, the not-so-newlywed game with myself and, and my husband. The one and only Jason. Who showed his booty a little bit tonight, I'm not going to lie. Um, if you haven't heard, there's a great story, a reaction. I'm glad you think it's great. Well, I mean, it's great and real. It, it's so real. listen back to the show if you haven't heard what yeah. Jason had to That's say. That's our Tuesday it. fun. Um, also, <laughs> Sheena's dater dump where her date's ex, the guy that she went on a date with, his ex crawled through the doggy door on their date. That That's was right. crazy. Um, and then also we had this big discussion about love at first sight, whether it's real, a myth, um, something we made up and all the research behind it. You believe in it, Simon, and that's where your Simon Says came in. Yes, I believe in it. And I said, love at first sight is not about the look. It's about the feeling, the feeling inside of you and mm-hmm. the other person. Mm-hmm. And that's how you know. If you feel it, it's there. It's not just, oh, my God, I just can't wait to make love. No, it's about something else. Something more. I want to get to know this person. I want to talk, and I want to spend the whole night on a bench Yeah, it's talking. not about I just want to get them in my bed. No, it's about more. It's about getting to know. I love that. So I can't wait till you find your love at first sight, Simon Marcel. I can't wait either. And I also can't wait for that to happen so that I can grill you every <laughs> Tuesday night and your girl... And find out what's really going on. <laughs> That's good. Because be now fun. I gotta go home every Tuesday night, and like you know, I want some hula la, <laughs> and I'm looking at my husband sideways now. <laughs> no, 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 no. I love him, but thank you for being with us tonight. We so appreciate you. Thank you. And we hope that we helped with your romance and love issues. If not, call us tomorrow. We will be here. It's the <laughs> Rendezvous with Simon and Angie. Bonne nuit, Angie. Bonne nuit, Simon. The Rendezvous Show with Simon Marcel and Angie Taylor.